what's up? Welcome to a new season of Real Talk. I'm Cami, your host, and today I have a very special guest on this episode who's also a really good friend of mine, Jayla Burris. You can find her on Instagram or check out our own Instagram, uh, which is realtalksis.podcast. So today we're going to be talking about evaluating how your heart is or can be with just a couple of questions that come from our own experience with trusting in the Lord's plans, pressing into his word, and church hurt. Before we jump into anything, I'm going to let Jayla pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity for us to gather in your name. We pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit speaks in ways that go beyond our understanding and works in ways that truly help us seek you in all that we do and all that we are. Lord, I pray that every ear listening to this podcast can receive your word and that every heart will be softened and every eye will be open to your word and your ways. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so question number one. What's the podcast about and what's the vibe behind YouTube? First of all, whoever asked this question, great question. Um, So the heart behind this podcast, and if you go back and listen to the last season, I also shared it in a little more detail, uh, but this is kind of another answer as well. But it's really just that the Lord would speak through me and the words that God placed on my heart would push you to grow closer in your walk with God. Also, just reminding you that, like, you're not alone in whatever you're walking through. And I try to share relatable topics for anyone that they can relate to, or it may be something that's a little more specific. But the long-term vision is for this to be more than just an episode, but, like, actual Bible studies that I would host for girls to come together and build community on the foundation of God as we also seek Him. And there's a verse that also talks about where two or three gather in his name, like he is there. Um, And then another one in Proverbs where it talks about iron sharpening iron and like iron sharpens iron. So we are meant to sharpen each other and build each other up. That's also in Proverbs as we continue to serve the kingdom of God. Um, Jayla is going to answer the second part of this question with what's the vibe behind you two? Uh, I guess if I were to describe our vibe, I'm the more calm and steady, while Kami's the more outgoing, spontaneous. I'm more of the, eh. (laughs) Sits in the background, just chilling. I just try to chill. That's my main goal. Um, if you have met Jayla or you know Jayla, you know she's pretty relaxed. And I am the complete opposite. (laughs) Which is why it works well. Um. But we met in middle school and then recently reconnected this last August and just kind of instantly clicked and have been doing well since then. So the second question that we have, I'm going to let Jayla go ahead and read this one. When you feel weighted down, how do you approach seeking God in the midst of feeling heavy? Um, and when faced with this question... He seeks me out, to be brutally honest. Um, I know God knows my heart, so when I don't want to listen to him, he continues to seek me out through the most mundane but also coolest ways, and through worship music, through a conversation with someone, or even a passing Instagram reel or video Mm -hmm. that just happens to be speaking on exactly what I'm going through, what I'm asking for, and... I guess my approach is just no matter how I feel to do something or even just to go before him and frankly say, hey, Lord, I don't want to speak to you right now. I don't want to seek you right now. Um, 
I don't feel in my heart the desire to seek you. And whenever he does that, or whenever I say that, he does his utmost to help me see how much he loves me and how much he cares for me. And how even when I don't want to seek him, he continually seeks me out and loves me. Yeah, I would also say (sighs) there are moments that I really have struggled to just desire to seek the Lord, if I'm being honest. And I think, like, it's a normal thing to struggle with, and I feel like it's not talked about enough, honestly. Um, Sometimes there are going to be seasons, like, where you might feel... And if you don't struggle with this, then that's amazing. So great. Um, However, I do struggle with this. And there was a season, like, this summer kind of – I wouldn't say really this summer. I'd say this last semester. So I just finished my last semester of college. But I think there's a lot of pressure during that to just find a job or, like, have plans lined up the second that you graduate. And there was so much, like, so many unknowns where I just sat there, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, Um, but that also took still having the discipline to seek him, and like, lean on the Lord's direction, and not on my own flesh of like, oh, I could be doing so much better, but at the end of the day, like, you let the Lord lead your decisions, not your flesh, Um, and there's a scripture, which I'll also talk about later on, but it talks about the desires of your heart, and so, like, you want whatever the Lord desires for your heart to become your own desires as well. I was at a retreat, and I don't remember who said it, but somebody on a panel was talking about praying for the Lord's desires for them to start a line with, like, her own desires, um, and that she would begin to seek them in that as well and just seek the Lord in that. So I would say the Mr. Healing Heavy I know that this last year has been so hard for me and has also included like a lot of healing stages and it's been really messy if I'm being completely honest and so there are days where like my devotional includes a lot of tears and that's okay um but also knowing that like feelings are like a normal thing to have but as long as you're surrendering to them to the Lord and not letting them consume you. Like, there will be growth from that if you learn to surrender those feelings to the Lord. And, like, just let the Lord help you process whatever you're walking through in that season also. So, question number three. This is probably my favorite question, honestly. And I didn't think it would be, but it really challenged me. So, what's the best advice you've ever gotten and why? I'm going to let Jayla answer this one first, actually. Um, the best advice I've ever gotten has been from my dad, and I got it when I was, or he told me this when I was around 10, and it's served true all these years later, about having integrity in everything that I do, and doing the right thing even when no one's watching, and how over the years I've seen people have integrity in what they do, and also not have integrity in what they do, and how vastly different the outcomes when you do and don't. So now whenever I approach things professionally, like relationships, or emotionally, spiritually as well, just making sure doing the right thing day in, day out, even when no one's watching, even when the accolades aren't there, um, kind of, um, even when my dad gave me this analogy, he used the um, metaphor of a, 
athlete or an Olympian kind of always working even when no one's watching and how that dedication plays out into a major win or a major step up, <laughs> I guess you could say. But the whole point of it all is to grow and steadily get better even when no one's watching or when you don't get the necessary necessary desired outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also for me... <laughs> I'm, like, a very much I like to plan things girl, and so, for me, I personally, I'm just gonna be honest, I thought that, like, three years ago, I would be married right now, you know, maybe I'd start a family, yeah, no, complete opposite, <laughs> um, and I've just learned that that's okay, and whatever is, like, happening is how the Lord intended it to be, and, like, there's such a gift um, in whatever season you're currently in, like, there's a gift in that, and there's something that the Lord has for you in the season that you're currently walking through. Uh, but the best advice that I've ever gotten would be to keep seeking God no matter the season you're in, no matter how hard it is. And I really struggle, I guess, in the last two years. I've never really struggled with this before, so I didn't know how to approach it uh, this last year. But with just, like, being real about I don't have to hide in a rough season or, like, not talk to people because I'm in a rough spot. Um, but also that I can run to God with whatever I'm walking through. And I've known that, but it's a matter of being, like, just because I'm struggling with this, it doesn't mean that I don't have to talk to anybody else around me. And I think that's something that I really have been trying to work on. And to be honest with you, like, it's really out of fear of getting hurt again that I have a really bad habit of shutting people out who have hurt me in the past. And I just, like, completely shut down. And it is so hard for me to just be open and willing. And I have a really good friend, actually. She knows who she is, uh, who just kind of reminded me like not everyone is out to hurt you and that was such a good reminder that the Lord just spoke through her of like you know like there is hurt and we live in the world so there are going to be things in the world that hurt you Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't take that hurt and surrender it before God either but looking to God and asking for guidance is a choice but he's also where our help comes from like just like it says in Psalm 121 Verses 1 and 2, I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And so, like, if y'all, like, are, anybody know, like, if you know what Caleb is, you know what I'm talking about when I say, like, my help comes from the Lord. Like, there's this whole song that used to play on that station all the time. And I grew up with my dad listening to Caleb in the car all the time. And my mom, too. Um, And so that's something that really has sat with me of, like, I can take whatever I'm walking through and just surrender it before God. And, like, yeah, it may be hard and just be like, oh, I don't really want to take that to the Lord. But it's like, you know, like, there's so much fruit that's going to be produced from letting the Lord guide those decisions and whatever you're doing. Like, submit to Him and so much fruit, like it says in Galatians, love, joy, peace, patience, Gentleness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, like, will be produced. Um, our next question says, what scriptures are you leaning on in your current season? Ooh, J-Lo, you want to take that one? Um, the scriptures I'm currently leaning on, I've restarted the Bible, because I do a Bible in a year every year. That's my devotional and what I really, really like doing. So I'm currently, like, in Genesis with the story of Adam and Eve, and Recently, the Lord's been showing me how 
even today, the ways of the enemy haven't changed. How there's still a pattern that you can fight against because when given knowledge about it, it becomes very easy to spot. And also how not allowing the temptations or the influences in our life um, define or redirect God's plan for our life. Kind of like what Cammie said recently, I also um, graduated this past December. And I've also been trying to figure out and get my life together, not really knowing what next steps lie. But even in, in something as simple as the beginning, Adam and Eve, the Lord's been teaching me how he leads my steps mm-hmm. and how even First um, Corinthians 10, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure and how, especially in my life and every temptation or every hardship, I felt so alone and so isolated in everything. I was going through that it worsened it it made me feel (laughs) so crappy to say the absolute least about it but he's been showing me step by step how much he loved me how much he loved his people how much he loves everyone he's created since the beginning of time and how that still holds true to this day I, <laughs> so for me, scriptures, there are a lot of scriptures that I lean on. So if you are like me, you enjoy, I honestly love just reading the word, um, like physical Bible. If, if you're a Bible plan person, great. That's for you on the Bible app. However, I don't like being on my phone. Um, I've learned that there's a lot of distractions on there that, like, prevent me from being, like, solely focused. Um, And, yeah, I can turn my phone on Do Not Disturb. But that also doesn't mean that, like, I'm still on my phone, so I'm still tempted, you know? Um, And that requires massive discipline to create. But I also enjoy, like, being able to just read scriptures in my word and, like, actually setting down intentional time. Not saying that you're not intentional. If you do about plan, everybody has something different that works for them, and that's great. Um, Me, I like to journal out a prayer before... And then read scripture and then journal and prayer after. My, I'm currently reading a book by Lisa Turkhurst called Seeing Beautiful Again. And it has like daily devotionals in it. And so this last one, actually did it on this morning. But the one that I read that really has been resonating with me that I really could use work on uh, comes from John 14, 27, where it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And so really it's just saying, like, bring peace into hostility is what Lisa was talking about in her book. And instead of hostility, like, taking over the peace, like, let the Lord bring that peace into that circumstance because, like, the Lord's already over that circumstance and he already has the victory. So don't treat it like, oh, my goodness, like, this is a hostile situation, but really all it takes is just praying for the Lord to come into that. Um, and then another point in this book is there's a section where it talks about reconciliation does not always come before redemption. And so, y'all, heartbreak is tough, okay? <laughs> and I really struggle with it. And I like healing process. Obviously, it's not something that I enjoy. And once I get hurt, um, 
it's really hard for me to heal from and trust people again. And so there was just a conversation that I really wanted to happen. And I just really felt like the Lord is like, I want you to just keep waiting. Still in that spot, if I'm being honest. Um, it's not the greatest feeling sometimes. And it like there is frustration that comes with it. But I also know. This was literally Jayla's advice and wisdom a couple weeks ago. We sat down and I was like in tears just talking to her. And she kind of sat there and she was like, maybe the Lord is just preparing like your hearts for whatever is next for the both of you before that takes place. Um, And so like the Lord is redeemer and no one else is. And like the Lord is what the key to your freedom is, not anyone else. Um, So don't let your freedom be taken away when the Lord gives you a gift of, like, dying on the cross so you can live and live for him and continue to build up his kingdom and serve his kingdom as well. Is there anything you want to add to that? Oh, I also have gotten this word, and I've been seeing it around everywhere, so I'm using that as my, oh, the Lord has definitely heard this (laughs) prayer of mine, and he's definitely been trying to teach me this but Jeremiah 29 for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord there are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a hope and a future and this is really run true kind of like we said navigating this new area of my life of not really knowing what's next I've always been a book nerd if you could say <laughs> I've always been really good in school I've always been told what to do and then walked it out well gotten my good grade and then called it a day but now realizing that school is over and now life is what lies ahead having to reconfigure my mm-hmm. mind about what success actually means mm-hmm. and going back to his word and knowing who he truly is and how he defines success how he defines learning how he defines victory and how that's vastly different from my current mindset of it has really helped me lean on him and him alone not on my knowledge, not on anybody else's, but just solely going for his plan and what he has for me because it's greater than anything I could ever conjure up in my own mind or my own plans. So just learning to lean on him, even when I'm afraid, even when I am a planner and not having the next step <laughs> planned gives me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> so, but learning to just be still and know he's God. Yeah, so this kind of falls into the next question. Um, when preparing for the next steps as you enter in a new season, how are you disciplined in seeking the kingdom of God first? Um, (laughs) So seeking, like I said this earlier, seeking God and his word is a choice. Like at the end of the day, I know that as I choose to seek him, he can continue to prepare me for whatever the next step is. And honestly, the Lord has kind of been revealing to me, like it's not my next step, it's his And I have to choose to take that step as an act of obedience to doing what, like, the Lord has asked of me. And Jayla mentioned this a while ago, but in Jeremiah 29, 13, it says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. This is something that I hold so close to my heart. And clinging to this verse has just really opened my eyes to see that seeking his presence, like, literally anywhere, obviously, like, if you don't know this, God is omnipresent, so he's with you everywhere all the time. Like, you literally can just start talking and the Lord will be there. Um, and this goes from in the car to in a coffee shop doing homework. Like, just take one minute to just breathe in who he is and sit in his presence. Just listening to what he has to say. And another verse that can relate to entering 
new seasons um, that relate to his plans can be found in Proverbs 19.21 in the New Living Translation, which says you can make any plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Jayla's a planner. I'm also a planner. <laughs> um, and, like, we have, like, set goals, um, which is, like, great that you have goals, and I'm a goals kind of girl, and that's great, and I love that. However, sometimes those goals don't always happen in the time frame that I want them, but have, like, believing and trusting that, like, his timing is so much better than the own timing that, like, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, okay, for me, I'm going to be honest. I thought I would be married by 21. Here we are. I'm 21. I'm not married. And so it's just like one of those things of like, you know, in the Lord's timing that will come and it'll be so sweet when it does. Um, But also believing and trusting that God is in control. Like he knows the plans he has for me, creating me with intention and purpose. And we both talked about how we recently graduated college. I just finished an internship. And as that season was coming to an end, I was like, super discouraged like really unsure where to look to of like okay I don't know what's next I'm not hearing anything all I know is that I'm supposed to apply for jobs but I know that I'm called to ministry and I found myself just choosing to press into whatever God had asked of me which included like continuing to plan these episodes but to also keep applying for jobs and if the door is closed then it wasn't in his plans for me to ever walk through that door and if he closed one there's going to be another open did you want to answer that? Like, how do you prepare for the next seasons? Um, God's been revealing to me lately how I try to do my morning devotional, kind of the plan that I mentioned, the a Bible in a year. But I didn't realize over this time that I've only kind of been allowing him to work in the morning, not really mm-hmm. giving him access throughout my day as I should or could have been. And he really brought to my attention Joshua 1.8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and nights. So you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only Mm -hmm. then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And I feel as though the Lord has been recently showing me how he goes beyond my expectations. Beyond the limits that I give him or I give myself. And how continually believing in him and him working in me how he can go beyond all that I can think or imagine and I'm trying to lean on that as I enter this next season because I've mentioned this to Kim before uh, on this kind of hunt for a career I didn't really want a job or a career I wanted the job and the career mentioned like that he has planned for me because I have big dreams that I want to accomplish mm-hmm. and I really want to see them or at least start the groundwork for yeah. seeing them come into fruition. And so God kind of just taking me aside and being like, hey, while I do have these things planned for you, you have to prepare your heart first to remain in me even throughout it. Because even without him and in my own mind going, yeah, let's start this now, I could easily trip up and fall. Mm-hmm. And I know I can. So being able to seek his word continually day and night now and going into that practice has really helped open my eyes to the plans he has for me yeah so this is our last question um what do you do when you've been hurt by people in the church or by the church how can you still serve God and pursue his will this is something that I experienced at a really young age um 
I was actually in high school at the time, and I have experienced church hurt on a number of occasions, and I've seen people in my family experience church hurt as well, and, like, seeing your family experience probably hurts more than experience, this is, like, from my own personal experience speaking, in my opinion, um, seeing my family experience hurt me more than going through it myself, honestly, um, it was probably one of the hardest times for me as I saw everyone who, like, claimed to be in a relationship with God hurt others around them and, like, hurt people hurt people. Um, that's pretty commonly said. But I also think this would, like, it just comes with continuing to pray for those who hurt you and, like, still seeking after God, even though a place where you might have been seeking Him included the fact that people there might have hurt you in that same environment as well. Um, that was something that I really was frustrated with God with for a long time and it really took me like sitting before the Lord and meeting with mentors and being like this will really hurt me and I have no idea like what I'm doing or how to heal from it and honestly like the best piece of wisdom I was given during that time was like just take it before the cross like it's a daily surrender of Lord like this is not my burden to carry like this is yours and you've already won this battle and you've already healed me um, something that I was taught a while ago is just, like, thanking the Lord in advance, um, like, as a way of believing that he's gonna do those things, um, but the church is also the people, and I know, like, this is something that I feel like people don't say enough, but those people are not God, and they never will be, and me choosing to seek God draws me closer to him, and as I continue to seek him, I've learned, and I'm still learning, that no other fruit can be produced the way that an intimate relationship with God, like, can be bared within me. And so serving God is a choice and knowing that like when I'm serving, I'm being obedient to serving others like God has asked me to do. And at the end of the day, like it is for his kingdom. Like you are serving the Lord. Yeah, you may be serving people or like encouraging people or building people up, but like that is the Lord speaking in you and the Lord doing a work in you. So if you have been hurt by the church, just know you're not alone in that. And <laughs> I really struggled with the season where the Lord asked me to stay um, during a time where I was going through church hurt and, like, my family was experiencing it as well. And I had no idea. I also was really young. I was still a kid. And I really didn't know, like, the way to approach it. And I did the best that I could. Praise God for the mentors that I had. They know who they are. But I never would have made it through that season without them and their encouragement and their wisdom that they continued to pour into me. Um, and in Deuteronomy 5.33, it says, Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. And so, I really just want to look at the first part of this scripture. It says, Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you. So if you go back and you look at the Ten, ten Commandments, like that's an act of obedience to the Lord as you're meeting those Ten Commandments because that's what He asks of you in the words and also like loving your neighbor. And so if you have experienced church hurt, that can be really challenging. Um, that is something that I still struggle with to this day. And I'm going to be like brutally honest. Like it, it does hurt and it is hard and it's not easy. Um, but also sometimes the more that you pray for those people, the more you'll find in yourself like your heart will be softened. And you can pray for the Lord to soften your heart. And if the church has hurt you or you have been hurt by the church, like I'm sorry. But I want you to know that that wasn't Jesus. And that the Lord still loves you and calls you his son or daughter. Um, when having myself and family members be hurt and led astray by what was like supposed to be a godly church environment with godly people. And 
actively see those people fall away from God hurt so much. And it also hurts because I know I was really close to becoming one of them myself. And my mom has given me so much instruction and guidance throughout the years. And she says all the time, we are imperfect people serving a perfect God. And taking that hurt to the Lord and laying it down at his feet not only helps the person who hurt you, it helps yourself as well. My mom also uses the analogy of um, not forgiving. It's like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Unless you find that forgiveness within the Lord, because a lot of times it won't come within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Finding it in him opens the door for so much blessing and righteousness and healing from that hurt that you can experience and not letting that hurt stop God's plans in your life and for your life. Uh, kind of like Romans twelve two says, he describes his plan for our lives as being pleasing and perfect to give us a future and a hope. So not letting that derail what he has for you and his love that he has for you can help you honestly experience a better life than you mm-hmm. holding on to that and hoping that the other person or that hurt you experience will heal on its own when in fact only God can really truly wipe that away and help. Yeah, so that was great. That's all we have for you today. But before we jump out, I hope that you were encouraged by this and that you're able to relate to some things. Um, Before we go, I'm going to pray this out. Lord, thank you for every person listening to this podcast today. I pray that you would just place your hand on them and that you would just take anything out of their hearts that's not of you and replace it with your truth and your loving kindness, God. And I pray that they would just continue to draw close to you and that if they are going through anything that we mentioned, that they would just bring it before you and that you would surround them with people who lift them up and draw them closer to you and encourage you to just encourage them to lean on you in all seasons. Lord, thank you for Jayla and her coming on this episode. And I pray that everyone have an amazing day and that they would just continue to lean on the Lord in all seasons. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great day.